0: Welcome back to the new season of the podcast. This is Bereshit. In the beginning, a commentary to the book of Genesis. And this is episode two. So let's recap where we've been so far. Since this is only episode two, we haven't gotten too far, but what we have covered so far is so rich and so deep. So, if you haven't listened to it yet, I encourage you, I implore you to go back and listen to episode one. Because if you listen to episode two first, episode, it won't make any sense. So, You have to listen to these in order. So, anyway, in just the first five verses from our first episode, we learn that God created everything out of nothing by simply speaking it into existence. But why? And that's what we are building towards in this episode I mean, we could have camped out in those first five verses for so much longer, but then we would never get to episode two. So with that, let's get into these next few verses, which make up day two, or what will be referred to as a second day. So here we go. We went through verses 1 through 5 in episode 1, so here we go with verses 6 through 8. God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. God made the expanse and separated the waters that were below the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse, and it was so. God called the expanse heaven, and there was evening, and there was morning, a second day. That's it for our verses. So let's get into the commentary. But first, let me go back and read it in context so that we have a complete picture. So if you haven't listened to the first one, like I said, you'll want to go back and do that because the commentary is going to help you in this one. But here are the first five verses of Genesis or Bereshit. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was a formless and desolate emptiness And darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night And there was evening, and there was morning, one day. Picking up in verse 6, God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. God made the expanse and separated the waters that were below the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse, and it was so. God called the expanse heaven, and there was evening, and there was morning, a second day. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, here, there we go. We have day one, and now we have a second day. Is this really day two or something else? I mean, how can we be sure these are literal days and not eons or ages or something else altogether. Well, let me assure you that if you have a hard time believing these are literal days, then you will have an even harder time believing and understanding everything else in the Bible. Remember, God is not like you and me. He is outside of time and space and has no beginning or end. He is what you would call the causeless cause. But I know that is not enough to convince you, so let me try a different angle. We know the who doing the creating is God, and we know the what he has created, the heavens and the earth. But what about the why? The why is mankind who he hasn't even created yet, but is preparing a place for. So let's let scripture explain itself as it relates to the question of, are these literal days or eons or ages or something else altogether? Scripture answers this question with the constant refrain of, There was evening and there was morning, which, in my opinion, speaks to literal days as measured by his crown jewel that he will be creating very soon. But I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but it's important that we set the stage. So, notice how time is being measured starting with the evening as opposed to how we commonly measure time starting in the morning or daylight. Now, according to Scripture, the day starts at evening or sundown, whereas our method of measurement starts in the morning, for example, a.m. versus p.m. So God establishes the measurement of time at sundown to sundown. We then have flipped that to go from sun up to sundown, right? So you may be thinking to yourself, well, wait a minute, did he just skip over the part about the earth being a giant ball of water? And that's where I will leave it for now. And we will get into more as we. Go into the next few verses of Genesis, day three. Until next time, may you be richly blessed.